Keep the Hell notes in the middle. Black. Keep what in the middle? The notes. <laughs> the notes? Because I got my phone. Oh, nigga. These is for my eyes and my eyes only, nigga. Man, it's okay. We got shit on here, man. See how I'm getting done right now? Episode how? 24. Nigga, I write outlines. Bro, you supposed to be like a way. socialist, bro. I am a socialist, nigga. nigga. I'm like, bro, can I see the notes? Cause I ain't got my phone. Cause we recording off my iPhone right now for this video episode. Just making a <laughs> making a shake. And I can't see the fucking notes, dude. But let me tell you why. It's not that you can't see them. It's just that I take notes in a way that only I can understand them. So it's like they're not fully completed thoughts. It's just like maybe like one to ten words to help me remember my original thought. But don't you send you your notes to, to me? you? Yeah, but those are different than the ones that oh, I just take. So like, yeah, like I'll have an outline for us, and then I'll like make separate notes for like points that I want to like aha moments that I have pertaining to the topic. All right, but if it's like that, you it's can like, like that, just scan through it real quick to see. <laughs> like this is like see like gentrification. You would yeah. like I just tied the conversation we just had to gentrification. You know what I'm saying? And then I got the whatever that white supremacist nigga name is, and then boom. I know what you're saying. Like shit, yeah. But I'll keep it in the middle for us. It's also for probably sure. gonna vibrate and shit. Yeah, you know how that go. <laughs> um, but yeah, we here. Hella black. Episode 24, you feel me? Man, it's wild, bro. 24. Fuck. It's the 24th too. <laughs> hey, I don't, it's like a golden day or some shit. It's your know. golden birthday when you know, you know it's the same, the year you turn on that on the same date. Like my golden birthday was, I turned 22 on July 22nd. Yeah, something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't what was your golden birthday? Shit. I haven't had my shit 29th. Oh, you haven't had your shit yet? Yeah, yeah, my golden birthday is going to be real golden. Yeah, 29. It's going to be nuts. Hella black, bro. We're here. 24 episodes in. It Doesn't it feel like we've done so many more, though? No? Yeah. No. Like, I'm yeah. Lost. Like, if you think about how much we've recorded this year. Bro. <laughs> for it to only be 24 episodes. Yeah. Over the course of but what? 24 eight? is a lot, though. Not if really. You. Cause like I be seeing podcast niggas who be on episode like four hundred. How deep? Bro, I don't know how the fuck you do four hundred podcasts. I niggas see, must be. I just think that nigga Joe Budden is like on episode eight hundred and something. Oh, that is. Crazy. Or is it? But he is also like what fifty. Nigga Joe Budden ain't had his podcast <laughs> for that damn long, bro. But he older. Like he been he been doing the podcast, been doing shit. The Joe longer. Budden podcast has not been around for that many years, has it? Fuck I have no. no idea. I don't listen to it. Actually, I did listen to one to see how they had the video set up. You know, doing my homework. Ain't that wild? That's the only podcast I do listen to sometimes. For real? Yeah. I, 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 we don't really listen to podcasts. I remember when you said, let's make this podcast. I was like, all right, for sure. I was having a conversation <laughs> with my, my homegirl, Kayla. She called me. Like, I didn't know y'all niggas had a live podcast. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah. It was put it on social media or something. It wasn't really, I wasn't really inviting people like that. Um, but anyway, how we got on the subject was I was like, she was like saying how good it was. I was like, oh, I wouldn't know. I don't listen to it. <laughs> I don't listen to it. <laughs> I, think I the, really do not listen to Hella Black, bro. The video one is the only, or this last one, the live one, is the only one I listen to through and through. Just I have, to like, I, I just wanted to make sure it was cool because. I haven't watched it at all. You know. Not one minute of it. Shout out to everybody who pulled up, bro. That shit was cool. Is this our first time recording since the live podcast? Yeah. <laughs> that shit felt like hell long ago. That was like literally like 20 Two days ago, ago, nigga. Yeah. It was, it was on the 6th or 7th or some shit? Something like no, that. It hasn't even been twenty days. That's wild. Yeah, the live podcast was lit. I had some anxieties around it, but me too. I think like, and I wasn't as drunk as I thought I was gonna get to be able to make it through that. Like, I have no problem speaking publicly. We both damn near do it 
for a living. Like, right. You know, I speak in, in meetings all the time, facilitate workshops all the time. But for me, when I was, when we were speaking about, you know, the shit that we talk about, black liberation, I have a fear of not being on point at all times. Yeah. That's like, I, I, yeah. Yeah, especially in this, in this council me culture, in this culture where everyone is coming off as just super aware and fucking informed when you got the fucking woke police out, you know, like in full force, full uniform, <laughs> trying to make sure I'm saying the right shit so that my ideas and my theories can be taken seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where I had a little bit of anxiety around that. But I thought we did well. <clears throat> From what I hear, shit. Yeah. People, we yeah, I I think people fucked with it, and if they don't, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I said something. I was like, if you don't like what we're saying, there's the door. <laughs> you can go. But now, nah, thank you to everybody who pulled up and fuck with Hell Black, the podcast. We're trying to get this college tour shaking, too. So if you're a college student or shit, not even in college, but, you, you know, you got a budget, you're trying to bring us out, have a live show, you feel me? we really trying to expand and do some of this live shit, you know? So I, I, I fucked with the live podcast because I feel like people came out on a Friday to watch us talk politics. Or to listen to us talk politics. First Friday is that First that, Friday, too. Like, niggas is trying to really party. Popping off, yeah. You feel me? So I think that shows that this shit is needed. I say, at the podcast, I said, it's wild to see all these people in here. Because, you know, people will say they fuck with you, but their actions don't really show it. Like, they support in passing. They support in, you know, I guess in, like, social media. The idea media. of it. Yeah, they, but They'll just, like it. Drop a comment, maybe. But. but to pull up and, like, I'm finna sit here and listen to what you niggas say on a Friday and... I I also appreciated the people that um that like were engaged you know like in uh gave f- like feedback right there or that participated in some of the dialogue I was super grateful for that it just felt like everything that we wanted hella back to be right like just an inclusive mm-hmm. it, it was it was a very inclusive space and I think that's something that we strived for since we started doing right. this shit you know like creating exclusive content inclusive inclusive content, content yeah. for all of us and making that shit clear yeah you know. So thank you again for everybody Excuse who's rocking, you feel me? Tap in with us on patreon.com slash hellblackpod, you feel me? So we could keep, you know, recording, making extended episodes, you feel me? Like the financial support really supports us, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially as like we're doing these video episodes, like, bro, I'm, <laughs> we're recording on my iPhone right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if we had the budget to be able to pay somebody to be here all the time, you know, things like that, that would really help us grow. You know, I feel like, Black radicals, we don't really get supported like that. Remember, I was asking, you know, I was like asking about, yeah, I was asking about this shit the other, the other, like maybe a couple weeks ago. Remember, I was like, yeah. was Huey and them doing this shit like full time, or these niggas have jobs? Like, how are they able to sustain this, this movement? Like, when you really on some black radical shit, not some black reformist capitalist. You feel me? Yeah, nigga, there's no support for real life black lad- rad- radicals, motherfuckers who are really like trying to. You know, um, fun. You know, like trying to lead the revolution. There is no funding for that. There's no support for that. Like the most of the black people that are getting supported and put on these pedestals are fucking black liberals, bro, and black fucking reformists. So it's I, like I was really confused. I'm like, how did Huey and them keep this shit up? Because I'm trying to find time to survive in this capitalistic society, make the necessary money that I need to take care of myself and my family, but then also be a resource to others. To the revolution, to the movement. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how did these niggas make And then this have like a life <laughs> and find balance. Like, that shit's hard. As fuck, nigga. But imagine if our Patreon was just 
You feel me? Where we could live off that shit. The podcast, you feel me? If we could live off it, bro, that shit would be fucking lit, bro. We could just organize and record. That shit would be so many. Like, we'd be able to do a lot of impactful, impactful work. You feel me? So that's what Hell Black is about, you know? Like, we ain't recording every single week because we have so many other things that we're doing, too. And you know salute, what I'm salute to the people that's out here Fun. not thriving in the capitalistic ways that we are. You know, like, at the end of the day, like, nigga, we ain't... For me, like rich, but niggas is able to take care of themselves, right? Like, yeah. there are some folks in the movement who really just getting by each day, bro. Yeah, and we f- fortunate enough to not be in that space 100%. You know, so like, definitely shout out to those folks. And I'm definitely looking for some people that I can support, you know, as they fucking stick, you know, keep 10 toes down to the pavement. I don't even want to that ableist, it's just a metaphor. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm really, I really be trying yeah. to check myself, bro. I swear to God. I mean, God. I get candy. I mean, not everybody yeah. can walk. Yeah. You know, shout out to all the people yeah. that's out here fucking sure. just giving they all to the movement. <laughs> right. And literally putting every living and waking breath into this, to this shit. That shit yeah. is so hard. So hard. So I commend it. Because no matter, you know, although me and you do have a lot of shit going on, we are thriving in a sense. You know, I hate to like downplay our struggles and shit, but. No, we doing good. We Yeah, we are. So, yeah, shout out to the people in the movement, bro. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. We, we we gotta we gotta we gotta kick this shit off. We a couple minutes in and we ain't even addressed Black Joy yet. Dude. We gotta tap in with Black Joy, bro. The Black Joy at the live podcast that shit was lit. Yeah, that shit was cool. How we can like include people to talk shout about out my nigga Black Cat. Joy, you feel me? That shit was lit. That nigga Cat is so smart. Bruh, he came up there. I was like, bro, you just like snapped. I was like, bruh, that nigga is like my public mic. speaking <laughs> idol. His 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 org was throwing a public speaking workshop, and I'm like, nigga, why you didn't tell me about it? He was like, nigga, you don't need public speaking. Like, nigga, all right, thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it, but, but nigga, like, I'm trying to learn some shit too. Bro. Like, I'm always trying to improve. That nigga, <laughs> that nigga is a ha- bro. The way he commands rooms, I fucking admire that nigga. So like he yeah. got everybody attention, like. Bro, it's like the shit just be flowing from that nigga. So, yeah. but yeah, he his his fucking um reflection or his piece at Hella Black on Black Joy really um, resonated with me. I'm like, damn, my nigga, like I felt that nigga, niggas talking about that granny and shit. Right, yeah. Black Joy for me, my shit ain't popped off yet, but it is my grandmother's, my great grandmother's 90th birthday party this weekend. Um, you know, of course you invited. Um, this Saturday, you know, all the other places, the place that we had all the other parties in Richmond. Did you come to one of those yet? Like, my family had, like, a bunch of parties last year in fucking Richmond. I'm out of. I feel like you came to one of the motherfuckers. But, yeah, we're having, we're having my great-grandmother's 90th birthday party. Um, like, everybody in my family pitched in to throw her this celebration that she didn't or don't even want. <laughs> <laughs> my granny just be on the chill, bro. Right. She be on the smooth shit. But I, could, I know that this is going to be a great weekend. Like, a lot of people are coming into town. Um, we all getting all dressed up and shit. It's going to be wild. They're going to be hella mad when I walk out to go to Beyonce, though. <laughs> They're going to be pissed. I'm going to fuck. You got to go see the queen. For one, my grandma already gave me the pass. Yeah. So. I mean, at least you already, you know, you got who, your. Who gives a fuck? You got your permission slip. I, you, I, you know, I treat my granny like every day her birthday. So, you feel what I'm saying? They're going to be pissed when I walk out yeah. and go to Beyonce. I'm not even going to tell niggas where I'm going, but I'll be right back. I'm, I'm going to go to the store. store. <laughs> out. <laughs> niggas ain't going to see me. I'm putting my phone on airplane mode, tapping in with I'm grams the next day, nigga. <laughs> So yeah, Black Joy. I can't wait to celebrate my grandmother's 90th birthday. You know what I like weekend. about that is that you. It's like that hasn't happened yet. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. your future Black Joy. Movie, oh, I, I know. You know like, what I'm saying? Right. Like you, you manifesting that. You know? Yeah. I think that's dope to like 
always look ahead of like the positive things that are coming. Cause it's like probably one of the first times yeah. I've done that. I can think of like conscious, like, oh, nigga, I know this shit is about to be. Yeah. Lit. You know what else brought me some joy too? And I'm going to pass it to you. Fucking the, um, I was thinking about this, the little like concert that y'all had this weekend at, um, at, at the school. Is oh, it, yeah, yeah, is yeah. it the AA? What, how do you, what's the acronym? Student group, student group showcase. No, yeah, ASD. African American student development. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to commend y'all on, bro, especially you from what I know. Now, if any of you are his students, you know, y'all can feel free to, <laughs> to, <chime in. laughs> to you know, dissent with this, disagree with this shit. Um, but I feel like your actions with the students always match your intentions. Like, when we have conversations about, like, the kind of spaces that you want to create for the black students on campus at Cal, I feel like every action you take matches up with that. And that's something that I'm trying to have with the... You know, I don't really get to work directly on campus anymore, but like yeah. when I am at the school sites, I'm trying to like have the same intention and uh, the same alignment with my action and intentions that you have with the students at Cal, bro. Because like even when one of the students like made that announcement about like, okay, this is centering the black students today. If you're not a black face, you need to go to the back. Like that was I'm like, okay, they really up here like living this shit at Cal Berkeley, right? Like with all the actions match up with the shit. Not all, well, for some of the shit you know not all. <laughs> um, they should be matching up with their fucking intentions so I fuck with that yeah that's what's up I appreciate it man yeah I think mine was uh, seeing like my students we brought out uh, Rico Nasty she went so fucking hard yes but just seeing like I didn't listen to her before but I knew my a lot of students fucked with her yeah. you know so I was just like seeing how excited they were you know like and how powerful her music has been in their in their life like that brought me joy yeah. You know, because I remember shit going to Cal, like, especially being a black student, you know, when when, when I was there, like, shit was not sweet like yeah. that. Like, our budget wasn't cool at all. You feel me? We didn't have no black resource center, you know, so to see, like, my younger students, like, sophomores and stuff, freshmen, having a good time, rapping word for word of shit, that shit brought me joy, just seeing that. Shout out to the homie Melissa for planning all that shit, you feel me? Shout out ASD, shout out to all my students for listening, you feel me? Rocking with the hell black Those podcast. Students, bro, from, from all the ones I get to meet, they all hella smooth, bro. I enjoy them. It's when they be pulling up, you know, fucking with the breakfast program and shit. They some they some bright some bright young individuals, bro. They definitely a lot further than I was. At that, <laughs> excuse me, at that age, I also went to fucking Idaho, Idaho, bro. where niggas didn't have no fucking black student union. Um, you know, and you say niggas just like walked around with like white people just walked around with straps and shit. Yeah, we had that fucking law that passed within. Like it was my junior year, they couldn't do it, but my senior year, niggas was like fucking Wild Wild West, fucking thirty three eighties and shit on their fucking belt buckle. It was it's fucking crazy, bro. It's wild as shit. But yeah, it's fucking lit. We got a dope episode ahead. I think so. It's a lot of, it's a lot of shit that's been popping off lately. A lot. Fucking wild. Um, what's so before we even <laughs> before we even start with this shit, right? Um. I think I've been like trying to, I didn't chime in on this at all on Twitter, right? Just because I was trying to pick my critique. Like I was trying to critique this person. Well, I don't even want to, I feel like I'm going to be attacking this one person, especially because y'all have history of you, of of her blocking you. And I don't want her, nah, like I don't want her yeah. to feel like, you know, niggas is coming for her. But she's just like one of the, I didn't really go that deep into the threads after I saw her response and I saw other people like I'm seeing the people that aligned her response. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see any more of this. Like I, I can get where this is going. Right. But um, it was that situation. 
I don't know what the do you know the name of the museum? It's the African American Museum in DC, right? Yeah. So there was a situation where they hired a white lady to, to curate, curate it. Yeah, uh, 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 the hip hop exhibit, and someone on Twitter is like DJ. It was a DJ. Um, I don't know what his original tweet was, but it was something along the lines of like, I'm gonna paraphrase. I don't even want to do that. I want to know what the fucking exact tweet was. I don't know if I have it. Um, it was like fucking. Fuck, where is it? I'm gonna do hella research for this shit. <laughs> basically, because I would like misquote niggas. Niggas might cover me. Uh, he was basically just asking, um, who let this white woman curate a hip hop exhibit at an African American museum? Which I think is a great question. And then, nigga, hella elitist ass black folks. Started coming for that nigga with all types of excuses. But she has a degree in the African American studies. She, uh, <laughs> but I, don't even, I don't even know she has a degree bruh, in African American studies, uh, bro. Let me see, <sighs> nigga. It was like a lot of anti-blackness seeping out, though. Like you could just tell, like who the black privileged folk. Like people were making all types of excuses, bro. Bro, was like, oh, it's my white friend. I personally know her. She has done. Ask any rapper, bro. It was. And it was one tweet where uh, somebody was like, Twitter is a strange place. A black man asked why a white woman is curating hip-hop at an African-American museum and people are losing shit because it's their favorite white person. <laughs> Any other day, y'all will be outraged by the discovery. Like, that makes sense, right? Like, it's it's wild to see black people defending certain, you know. And it certain was, white folks. Yeah. but It's, th- the, it's like the quote-unquote well-intentioned, oh, I know this white person. They actually really care and they, they know. Ain't that nuts? The they part- know they know black history. They know hip hop. Yeah. Um, one of the people who was defending was defending the the girl is Rain of is April. Rain of April on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that familiar with her work. I, but I know that she like coined like Oscar So White hashtag, right? Yeah. So how was the same and before we even go to any uh, further into this, like I was thinking earlier I made a statement about like want to make sure that my critique is correct. Cause I think yeah. oftentimes not that I know oftentimes when people are trying to be critical of black women, it's rooted in misogynoir, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, before I say anything, let me, pause, next, let me, me check and make sure the shit that I say is really rooted in a critique, her, her, yeah. a, a critique of her actions and not some fucking anti-black woman ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. niggas do that all the time. Like a nigga right. will critique a black woman, and just, the and the only you can yeah. tell at the root of it is like this nigga just hates right. black women. Like, like a black woman could tweet hello, and someone will have like, a what fucking are you actually, are you actually Twitter thread about that shit? Yeah, are you actually <laughs> critiquing? The I guess idea. the theory or the idea, or are you critiquing yeah. the person, right? Yeah, one thing, yeah, like that's one thing we have, like in my class, like we have this rule is basically attack ideas, not people. Yeah. So like, because that's how you learn, because it's not a person just doesn't necessarily. It's not just one person, especially when we're talking about systems of oppression and thoughts that lie within it, right? So it's like the idea, but it's also a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, like yeah. what's the fundamental root of it? You feel me? Because most of the times. If you just, especially if you don't like a motherfucker, right? That's the perfect opportunity for you. Or if you don't like a demographic of people, yeah. it's the perfect opportunity to express that yeah. and mask it as critiquing. The you know, ho- hotels be like, "Oh, that's why you need to listen to a black man because a black man knows everything." <laughs> <laughs> we have this little bit we do in private. <laughs> we call it "Talk Like a Hotel," where talk we just like talk like hotel. If you bought less Jordans and invested that money in stocks, maybe the white man will stop shooting you. If you stop buying. Those damn Louis belts, 
It's fake anyways, but you're spending your money on Louis belts Stu- instead of investing in Nike after Colin Kaepernick. Studies have you might sh- just get somewhere. Studies have shown that the black dollar stretches farther than any dollar in America. So when you take the black dollar and put it in white neighborhoods, then you can see why they have such longevity. Have if you, you seen that the Harriet Tubman's? Dollar, Mm. If you take that black dollar and you spend it in black neighborhoods, black neighborhoods are 10 times more likely to succeed and flourish. Talk like a whole tip scene. Hashtag. We got a future in that shit. We should take that on the road. Let's do it. Back to April, though. <laughs> Back to April, though. One of her defenses of the white woman was that she was the most qualified. Oh, my. I'm sick. Like I really did not pay attention. I mean, you can't even see that. Because I can't even. Like he tried to send me some of the tweets. It was like you were blocked from this huge. I was like, <laughs> then she said, um, "Bougie black Twitter." It wasn't about quali- qualifications. It was solely well. She's critiquing the um, the nigga uh, DJ Chubby Swag. She's critiquing his. I guess asking why there were white women yeah. curating it. After. She said it was solely about race, and even if it was solely about race. The Oscar so white hashtag was solely about race, but well, uh, you know I think it literally says white in there. So you're ba- you're you're speaking on race, right? So even if it was about race, he still has a point. And then she's like, she put it on. If if you want to talk about mentoring in a pipeline to get more of us in museums, that's cool. What type of disingenuous response? Like, can you have actually? But I like. How do we know that there aren't any black people that are qualified? I'm, nigga, I'm pretty sure fucking P. Diddy is more qualified. <laughs> I mean, just like if we talk about curating it, like I'm, there are people who have like lived and breathed, like who have literally like lived it, like been artists, right? Who have right. like really been in this game forever. Like I'm sure um, the woman has, the white woman has been around hip hop, but like, like you can't know the culture if you ain't from the culture. I mean, like you can study Point it as best. Period. Like studying like, it is not be- you studying it is not a more of a qualification than experience. No. You can, yeah, I mean it's experience. It's like I think bougie people they'd be like, oh no, if you studied it, you have these qualifications or quote unquote that makes you an expert, right? Yeah. But for us, we just like nah, bro. Like yeah, we study our shit, but we live this shit too. You feel me? We from this shit. The fuck, bro! It was some of the responses were so many, bro. Like, it was some classist ass shit. Like, I can study like gender studies or women's studies, right? As long as like I could get a PhD in women's studies, but I don't, I don't live that life. I'm not a woman. You feel me? Yeah. Like, excuse me. But I bet you in some like women's studies departments, there's men. <laughs> this is the nigga Chubb like, said. <laughs> he was like, this woman learned her way into hip hop that people had to live and grow up in. That's a that's a valid critique, bro. I think it's because society doesn't like this white supremacist capitalist society rewards like off certain merits. You know what I'm saying? So that's how they exclude people. Like, all right, you have this, you've done this, you've done this, you've done these quote unquote professional things, but they won't take somebody serious who hasn't have a college degree. You know what I'm saying? Even though they have the lived experience and just like the experience of being in the game. Yeah. You feel me? So you don't have these different things, right? So it's like, yeah. And and then it was like the staff deemed her qualified as if the the staff of that museum can't be anti black. Like nigga, we are no all skin folk and kin folk. I mean I'm not surprised. Like it's a national museum. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like some like 
it's cool that our history is being preserved or whatever, but it took it's it's by the government. <laughs> yeah. So it ain't like it on some radical shit. I, I haven't been there, right? Yeah, me either. So I can't. I don't want to make assumptions. It's in DC. Mm-hmm. So I, big have, ass thing I think my mom built? took me. No, okay. I'm thinking of yeah. I'm thinking of the um the African American Museum in Philadelphia. Yeah. I think. Um but yeah, it was just wild to see some of the like black folks that made a living off holding white people accountable come to the rescue of a white woman. Y'all ain't gonna never see me doing that shit. And then if I in the and also in the midst of it, degrading other black folks. Right. Like what kind of fucking Oh, they was I seen what damn I see one picture of that nigga from uh Samuel L. Jackson character in Django. What was that nigga Dave? Oh no, he was playing some Uncle Tom ass shit oh, though. He was talking a W maybe. <laughs> that shit was hella funny. That was. But it was so crazy that nigga saying Kofa was like, um, that nigga said watch all the apologies come out tomorrow because because bougie black Twitter <laughs> can't afford to have y'all mad at them or some shit. And literally two days later, nigga. Man, I, should I say her name? I don't want to say her name. I feel like I'm only coming for her. I mean, it's so you can say her name. We talking about someone specific. Yeah, um, Wilson was probably that nigga name. It was Stephen? Stephen was that nigga's name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Samasa. <laughs> fucking, she she put an apology out today, and I I sent it to you, and I was like, um. She knew exactly what she was doing when she did it. Like she's she's a smart. She has a track record of doing it. Yeah, I said I don't know that much yeah. about her, like, but she knew what she was doing wasn't okay, bro. Right. Period. But it's only because of like backlash. Yeah. That there was apology. Like I bet if people wasn't calling it out, she would have doubled down. Yeah. And I think the wild thing too is like it's these well-intentioned white people, right? So they're like the so quote-unquote ally, the quote-unquote progressive, the quote you know they might have a Black Lives Matter sticker on their car, right? Think they're doing this good work or whatever. And then when a critique comes, they're quick to say, like, nah, I am the expert on black issues. And they speak over black people instead of handing the mic. You feel me? Taking a job of a black person, saying, like, oh, I'm the most qualified. I would be like, well, like, if I was in that situation, this is not for me. The fuck? Like, I would not do that. I would not apply for that. Why would you even accept that? Right. Like, the fuck? There's obviously, like, something (laughs) wrong. I don't know this shit. But... I thought another thing that was funny was uh, that that white capper who got a you know. I guess That's what happened when he, you he invite too many niggas to the barbecue. He does a little <laughs> shimmy or some shit, and black people, you know, you could just dance for black people, and all of a sudden they cool. Now, you now he, me? now like, he can, now he can comment on our culture. Yeah, That's so what he's over we here. We create these monsters. Black black liberals create these monsters. It's oh, like, he can bro, come to the cookout. Yeah, like you do one thing, like tweet Black Lives nigga. Matter. That's all you have to do is say Black Lives Matter, and you just come to the cookout. Yeah. But you see this dude, Sam Whiteout, over here just like, oh, yeah, she's very well qualified defending, you know, like saying shit like that. Just defending the fuck out of her. The white girl, like, nigga, the white woman is doing it. Like shit me? to do with you. Taking up hella space. But he's over here doing speaking engagements on diversity and shit like that as a white dude. Like, what the fuck? Speaking <laughs> of diversity, but at the same time, supporting why a white woman should be able to create an, ex- an exhibit at an African-American museum. Um, and then it was, bro. If you could have seen the responses, bro, like it was, 
it was just some bougie ass shit. Like basically, like you niggas can't even spell museum. Like that's the kind of shit. <laughs> like for lack of better words, that's what niggas was saying. Or like y'all, y'all ain't never even been inside of a museum to even museum comment before. on shit like that. You, like, can't was, even, you can't even afford the ten dollar fee to get in, so I don't want to hear your comment. It, it was like, some elitist ass shit, yeah, bro. And it was I just bet. like people's privilege started seeping out real fucking quick. And it's just like, bro, these be the these be the niggas you gotta watch for in the movement, bro. Yeah. These be the niggas who will fuck with the feds. And when people expose mamas, themselves, bro. believe them. Man, them niggas, I was going to say them niggas, I had a flashback of what I kind of wanted to happen, <laughs> what I wish would have happened, but it made me think about when them niggas pulled up on, uh, is it D-Ray or DeRay? That nigga suck. I don't even know that much about that nigga, honestly. And I, it sucks because I feel like as we, you know, get tapped in with like higher people or some shit, we going to up running to the room. I don't want to be around niggas like that. I don't. We got to be, we got to be cautious of that kind of shit, bro. We gotta make sure we stay away. Bro, if I see Sean King, damn, bro, what's up with you and your light skin twin? Why y'all niggas don't get along, bro? Don't play me like that. <laughs> Why y'all niggas don't get along? I was tweet. Bro? I was uh, text. <laughs> I was texting Dewey when this nigga did a whole little Instagram post about my about me. Yeah, I was texting Dewey. He's like, oh, that's some bright on bright crime. <laughs> you had that nigga in his feelings, bro. For real, he don't like you, bro. What more do you want for me? <laughs> Can't be out here bullying neoliberals, my nigga. Uh, but it just speaks to like the fact that people think white people are qualified to talk about black culture be careful is, anybody defending white folks that's if any black man any black person defending white folks that's what I'm gonna say cause at the end of the day she's taking the job of a black person who's more qualified yeah right and you see the same shit as like in African American studies departments you have these white people teaching and all of a sudden like African American studies was fought for by black radicals, and now you have white people up here teaching African American studies. Come like on, they, man. you could study black people as long as you want, but if you don't have the lived experience, you will forever not be able to know how to do it the right way. Period. In my opinion. Period. Bro. So it's like these well-intentioned white people taking the jobs of black people. You feel me? Yeah. It really, it really hurt to see fucking black folks attacking poor black people in efforts to defend to attack and also degrade poor black people in efforts to defend the affluent white woman white woman shit sickening that shit is bruh I don't know what it is like do you want to be involved that bad included that bad you should check to see if the camera's still going alright y'all gonna gonna get this shit raw and uncut because it's hella black we recording we recording on this nigga's iPhone because we didn't have nobody (laughs) to record us tonight I be mad I be nervous that people ain't gonna fuck with that shit, bro. That shit still recording. Still going. Man, I be nervous, bro. Cause like although, although um, you know, I don't take the podcast hella serious in a sense. I think that's so like a defense mechanism for me for me, for me not to get a bunch of anxiety around it. I do want to provide, you know, good content and for people to have you know you know uh, positive reviews of our shit. But so like I'm thinking about. You know, like us being so ratchet, like nigga, we really you feel me. That nigga Joe Budden for sure got a big camera crew. His budget is man, you know, like he's like backed by niggas. Nigga, we don't have he's a on budget. Spotify or some shit now, right? Probably. Bruh. We don't have no budget, nigga. We don't have no. We don't have no key sponsors. Like the only money we have from it is from Patreon. Yeah. And that, you know, it ain't have a cheese. I'm thankful for it. You feel me? A lot of the patrons fucking with us, but yeah. If but we, yeah. Had, yeah. You're right. 
it's hella black. It's as you feel me. We record when we can. Stay, Stay away from bougie black folks, y'all. Watch the motherfuckers, man. For real, they'll sell you out very quick, Fuck. and then go buy some Jordans, and then blame you for being poor for having Jordans. Say that again. What Look, else we gonna talk about, bro? What's um? What's that one politician, nigga? I don't even know how to say this motherfucking name, bro. But I'm gonna just it's that Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh, or Brett Kavanaugh, right? Kavanaugh. I don't know. Man, I don't. Y'all know who we talking about yeah. though. And I just know that like, um, it, it just broke the news like maybe over the last month. But the woman, let me get her name right. She um, she had like been reporting this shit before the nigga started running. Like she had, there had been documentation. Like she We're told her, she t- she told her husband about it. She told her therapist about it. Like you feel what I'm saying? Before right. the nigga even had. Uh, Any quote unquote, yeah, but it shouldn't even be that either. Like even if that wasn't the case, yeah, like you should still believe women, right? Yeah, as they're speaking up about it. You feel me? Like the fact that it's so quick to people just rush to defend, bro. You, I told you we'll go above and beyond to protect fucking patriarchy. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go above and beyond to protect men with power. Like we will go. I mean, it's the American way. Shit, our fucking constitution was fucking founded Designed by a fucking white, that. yeah, rapist, slave owning, slave owning elites. Yeah, you made you made the point earlier though. Like, what does she have to gain from speaking her mind to a society that hates people like her? To a society that doesn't believe women, but yeah, will rush like, to defend men just that, like that. Like that's what niggas need to start thinking about. Like, why she has nothing to gain? Like, victims literally have nothing to gain. To, about speaking about abuse, you feel me? They have nothing to gain, bro. Nothing. But more trauma from people attacking them. From, <laughs> like literally, the thought is on your brain twenty four seven now because you you know it's gonna make the news more than likely, and now you have to keep reliving the moment, telling the story over and over again. You think there is no amount of money that can make that worth it? That's what niggas don't be like. Niggas by like, oh, just trying to get some money. There's no amount of money that can make reliving trauma worth it. it. Not to my yeah. not to my experience. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, niggas need to be able to have that bit of rationale to be able to think, like, what does this person have to gain from reliving their trauma over and over? And I think I'd be disrespectful to people who keep defending. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you live your life? Those are people you should stay away from, honestly. Nigga, but it's just like, for that shit. the fact, it, you know, it's not surprising, right? Because this is the American way. This is what this country, people in power, always been doing. Yeah. You know, but to see it, on such a high level, again and again and again, you know? Look at our president, nigga. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's been accused of this as well. Right? Yeah. And these are the people who run our country. And you can't just... It's okay. You, what's up? What's happening? It's the hell black way. You think, <laughs> like, we just go and record, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but going back to what I was saying, this is the American way. This is the way this government is set up. It's set up to fucking protect rapists. Because that's who founded the country, rapists. And who wrote the Constitution? Like, niggas, literally this country was built on rape and pillage. Niggas hit there, feel me, killing the Native Americans, raping their women, boom, go over to Africa, do the same thing over there, bring us over here, we hit land, and the same thing is still happening. Like, it's literally in the fabric of our fucking nation, bro. Like, we're still living the very same principles that we were founded on. Right. Niggas just need to see it. And people were just like, oh, we're in 2018. Like, oh, we've made so much, you know. Progress. Progress. For who? 
What's the, it's this one meme they, if You know who's made progress Is fucking white people <laughs> Bruh They just keep finding keep More and more ways To keep the system intact They're the most innovative right. people ever bro White people White supremacists are the most. I'm gonna say destructive <laughs> <laughs> they, they destruct through innovation Or they innovate yeah. through destruction They use technology To, to murder dis- yeah. Destroy And become an imperial regime They took their shit global They flipped yeah. this motherfucker You gotta admire them They're determined so you can't, you can't, They're determined you can't. people bro you ain't never met somebody more determined than a white person to keep the Fuck. system intact. Them niggas, I told you, bro, white supremacy is timeless. It's damn near effortless for them. It's just what they do. It's like verb. Verb is what you do. Remember that commercial back in the day? Like, why? It's for white supremacy. White supremacy is what we do. They breathe that shit. Every single day. I pray to love, I pray to know a love that deep and that passionate. <laughs> the way white people love supremacy and the patriarchy God. and capitalism. I can only imagine... Pray to love them. Pray to feel that for something positive, though. Damn, you gonna become a black capitalist? <laughs> Fuck no! I'd rather die, nigga. This nigga like I'm gonna pray to pray to feel that. But I want to I want to feel it out. You know, like I just hope I know I love that deep. Like maybe only a child can love. Bro, I don't think you can base people. love off like what white people define as love, bro. White people love supremacy, nigga. That's one thing they do love. <laughs> think about how much passion, how much time they give it. They dedicate their lives to that shit. That's they move it. <laughs> oh shit But Yeah bro The thing with this um, What is this nigga's name? Kavanaugh Brett Kavanaugh Yeah The thing about this nigga is Like The woman um, Christine Ford Kristen Ford Kristen Ford She um She fucking like Is like asking the FBI To get involved Like Nigga There's He's asking for it Not to get involved Cause you know There's nothing to protect right. him You know the most nuts shit I've seen Mm-hmm. That niggas use for excuse. One of the most nut things of like he's using is like I have a calendar from 1982 that as if I got a bunch of shit on my calendar that I don't always stick to. Nigga tried to say his calendar is going to mark. Nigga, your calendar can't. You going to find your calendar from 1982? That's how you know that motherfucker lying, bro. But then another nigga tweeted like, yo, this nigga says he has a calendar from 1982. He also admitted in 1982 to drinking 100 beers in the summer. I'm pretty sure that that's not documented on there. Like you can't use that as a as a, as a form of like this is documented my this documented my every move. Yeah. Fuck no, my nigga. Come on, who the fuck you think you fooling? For real. But that's that white power, bro. That white man, that might that white male power, bro. It protects. Yeah. He's gonna get away with it. It's like the Stanford swimmer. That nigga man did like fucking three months. That nigga probably right. got a nice job right now. What if we tried to appeal his suspension? I you think know. he probably got a really good job right now. But Just you know, find that fucking tweet. I gotta get on my. I gotta get my game back. I gotta get my game right. I feel like you know we're gonna be psyched niggas and shit. Niggas, I had that shit on tap. <laughs> like how you had it at the the live podcast. That shit was lit. But I think it's you know, it's important people are speaking up. You know, and people. Like people can't, we just can't not have these conversations. It's you know up, it's up to like more cishet males to speak to up. fucking speak up, bro, and combat shit like this. Like we we see the same thing with fucking like, like R. Kelly, niggas like, like R. Kelly, bro. Yeah, like, like people still be slapping his music despite all of his. I had a conversation with some of my friends about this shit the other day. We was we was um talking about somebody. They was talking about they was talking about one of these rapist niggas' music, and I was like, bro. And it sucks that, like, this is the only way you can get most men to understand something. I'm like, okay, if this nigga did that to your daughter, would y'all be listening to this nigga's music? And the, Niggas would be like, get the, the strap. The answer <laughs> 10 out of 10 times is no. Right. Okay. Well, nigga, he did that. 
to another nigga's daughter. Although we should get to, I'm hoping niggas get to a point to where they can just see the humanity in people without associating it with a family member, right? Right. Um, but it's like niggas or know. Or somebody they care about. Yeah, like, you know, you should be able to empathize just off the fact that we're human beings. At least that's what I, that's how I feel, right? Um, like niggas know it's wrong, but since it's not a direct connection to them, to them. Yeah. they just let it go. But look at our, we make excuses for R. Kelly over and over again when this nigga made a 19 minute song admitting to what he did. And niggas will still make excuses. Like, no, he didn't say that in that song. He wasn't meaning that. Even after admitting it, niggas still make excuses. But that's just what we do, right? We just go above and beyond to protect powerful men. And that's how you can see, you talked about this, right? Like being a result of white supremacy, right? Being a, a, a function of the white supremacist system, right? Like we learn that behavior from white mm-hmm. people. Like that's some white shit to be out here defending yeah. rapist men. Like, and then repeat it. It's like fine, it's the same shit with like Bill Cosby. It's like how many people fucking go and defend Bill Cosby just because they can emphasize with the, the what he produced as a fucking actor. Yeah. It's like, oh, Bill Cosby is the greatest, you know, the Cosby. You feel me? Like they appreciate what he has made. So somehow that it excuses the violence and makes you not want to believe it. Bro, I said, I told, like, I told what about niggas, we love music more than we love women, bro. Like <laughs> we love good movies more than we love women. Facts. Facts. Like, what do we have to do to keep, fuck, what, fuck, how do we keep the women alive? What do we have to do to keep these motherfucking platinum albums coming? That's all we care about. It's wild. Fucking sucks, bro. I would hate, like, I'd be really feeling like to be a, especially a black woman, a black trans woman in in America, that shit has to fucking suck, bro. Like who can love you besides you? Constantly disrespected by the state, by your own people. Like, you know, it's fucking ridiculous, bro. That's why we say it's it's all of us or none of us. You feel me? And that's why it's important. Period. To black women is safe. None of us is safe. To black trans women is safe and thriving. None of us are safe and thriving. Exactly. Just like that. All power to all the people, man. But it's like abuse is so common. I mean, it's like, literally bro, like... what's so common yeah, in society. The nation was founded on. So like, yeah. And then like, bro, like there's be some abusive-ass people in the black community too. Like some shit that I was recently just... I don't know. It's just been weighing on my, my mind a lot. I was telling you about it. It was like this... A black student at UC Riverside died um, while he was pledging Alpha Phi Alpha. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the first... Black fraternity. Yeah. I'm not really hella familiar with like the Greek system or nothing, but I remember you telling me about it. I haven't got a chance to like, I think I saw it, I saw a tweet about it from you, but yeah. I really don't know that much about what happened if you want to yeah. shed light on it. So he was pledging Alpha Phi Alpha mm-hmm. and um, Shit. during the pledging process, just just died. Like he complained, some, you know, he went to the hospital mm-hmm. one time and then apparently they're on some like night run or something like that and he just, he died during... Like, you know, so I'm like, he was t- telling his mom about hazing and all this stuff. So his mom was like, yeah, it's from, it's from hazing. Why you know, are they still they doing They ruled us suspicious. You know, so it's like, just the fact that I feel like in my opinion, it's it's been talked about, but like, it's such a taboo topic to talk about like abuse in the Greek community and like black Greeks, like pledging and hazing. Like, it's just not talked about on college campuses. I remember, like, when that movie on Netflix came out, The Burning Sands. Like, people like, oh, that's not how it is, you know. Like, we beat each other. (laughs) or Like, we do these different things to teach each other lessons and shit like that. That's like, bro. Like, emulate my shit. How do do I prove my worth 
through like aren't weren't like Greek shit like rooted in like community building and like brotherhood and like bonding and shit. How do I prove I can be a better human to you, a better friend to you, a better brother to you? Paddle how me. much I allow you to be my ass. And you my brother now because you be my ass. Like what the fuck? Like that's like, how that's do, what brotherhood how do we, is supposed how do we to be? build? How do we build a bond? Build love through me degrading you. Like, I'm just trying to figure out like how does that? Where's the logical? Up? Yeah. Like I don't know, dude. I think you're just a goddamn individual, bro. I just don't understand it, bro. <laughs> That's not, what they say. Like, we, like, we oh, grew, you're an individual. Like, we grew up in team sports, bro. Like I know all about putting my shit on the line, right? For, for another next, person, for the next person. I know all about yeah. it. Um, but like in the in with that shit, I just can't. I can't understand it, bro. And it's like at this point, it's been documented of people dying from hazing, right? Like, why are niggas still doing it? Like, we, we have at least found, one person a year dies from hazing. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. And we know That's for sure that mean. happens in the black Greek community. Like, people want to deny it. People don't want to talk about it, you know. But it's happening. It just happened in the UC system in California. Them niggas for sure. It's going to be some niggas that listen to this and have something to say. I don't give a fuck. I don't like, really them care, bro. Be, it's like, speak like... Okay, nigga. <laughs> and if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. Yeah. But also at the same time, it's like... Just because you're an anomaly, my nigga, like, you can't just say because the shoe don't fit, don't wear it, right? Like, it's a systemic problem within the Greek. On college campuses, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's like, you can't, just because you're the one nigga who, aren't, who isn't taking place in the hazing, right? For me, you still, uh, you letting it happen. You, you're a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that, there's no room for that shit. Like, why you got to be somebody to call him your brother? I don't know that much about like, hazing to even give a fucking, like, I think it's like a thorough. I mean, I don't know either. Cause I I'm never been hazed like that. You feel I'm me? To figure, like, I know I got some friends. I know they were frats, saying they were saying like they put like hot sauce on the onion. You had to eat the onion like that. They were paddling when paddling them with cactuses and fuck? shit like that. Like he had to go to the hospital before because of the hazing, but was still continuing the, the process. Man. You know, so the fact that we're doing that to each other. To for a sense of brotherhood or or sisterhood or whatever, like it has to be another way to. There's no, abuse is not the way, you know. It's like the niggas don't not gonna see it as abuse though, like that's. What but it's like realize. the same thing. Like people don't think like belting a kid is not child abuse. Like you belting a fucking young ass kid, yeah, hitting I'll, a kid like that shit is abuse. I wonder what niggas was doing before, because uh, the way that I trace. Like whippings back is back, back to, to slavery. slavery. Yeah. It so does I'm go like, back to slavery. Well, but like, what was niggas doing in Africa to discipline each other before then? Before shit, that, I'm not, and it was slaves you know, in Africa and shit too. I'm not educated to speak on that. Yeah, I don't, but I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, it's like a thought that yeah. crosses my mind. Like, is this some shit we actually got from white folks? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think for sure. Like, I remember I was reading an article around like Adrian Peterson and this idea. You know, like he had some child abuse or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, the nigga didn't whipped his son with a branch. <laughs> yeah, but like the switch was like, brother saying. Yeah. Like that shit originated from slavery, right? So it was like, like black parents would beat their kids because they don't want them to get beat up by the white man or the clan. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, don't act out. If you don't act out, I'm gonna beat it to you. And who do you think the parents went it from? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like seeing that shit happen. Yeah, you know, so it's it's a byproduct of slavery, but it's also like people saying like, oh, that's the history. Like, oh, we were just beating beating each other as a ritual to become a brother. I don't know. That's just something I can't get with. That shit whack.
Me and my niggas did not develop, like, me and my close friends did not develop our bond by beating the shit out of one each other. You know how this Hello Black podcast started? Delancey knocked me out. And then he was my brother. Said, nigga, you want to be my (laughs) co-host, nigga? Run this fade, nigga. I tied that nigga up and I beat the shit out of him. It's not funny, bro, because at the end of the day, like, niggas is dying from this shit, you know? Like, a life was literally lost. Yeah, rest in peace to him. Condolences to anybody, you know, people who are going through that right now. You feel me? Like... But I think it's important that we speak up about it and talk about it yeah. because abuse, whether it's white or black, abuse ain't cool, bro. Yeah. Whoever it come from. And we got to stop defending abusers because all we're doing is creating more trauma in our community. And that's what we don't need. We don't need trauma, bro. We have enough trauma 100%. living under white supremacy. So why are, we, why are we finna traumatize ourselves by putting our, ourselves through shit like that? You feel me? So all that abuse shit... Cut it out. It got to go. We got to free it. ASAP. Hella black. Episode 24. I don't even know how long we Damn, had. bro. I be forget. I think I covered the mic a couple times. Um, fuck. This shit is wild. It's like hard to cover the mic up with your hand when we do it. You know how at Youth Radio they had this shit like coming Yeah, from, you put it you up. Know, it was. So I'm still trying to get adjusted to this bitch. Um, fuck. How long we think we been recording? Like 45 minutes maybe? At least. At least, yeah, okay, I don't even know that. Whatever. I'm gonna go look at my phone, make sure this shit's still recording. You know, <laughs> now that we know that this is recording, I ain't finna get up in the yeah, episode ever again, every time. Ever you know, again. but we, we testing it. You know, yeah. hella black. <laughs> shit that just crossed my mind was um, when we were driving here. That motherfucker still recording. Say less. <laughs> we was we was driving here on the way. We was on the way here from my house. No, we left my house mm-hmm. on the way to record. And I was telling you how um, my nigga Myron used to used to live in his house um, on Ashby. Like anybody from Berkeley that's listening to this podcast still this deep, that's like in my age range. Y'all remember like Myron used to have the house parties and shit back in the day. That nigga she used to be smacking, bro. But I was telling Blake, <laughs> that was my first dance party I ever went to. And I remember just walking in and this chick I went to school with just literally just like twerking me, bro. And I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Bro, the way people dance in high school parties and middle school parties and movies is not the way niggas in the hood dance at parties, nigga. Like, I sh- Bro, fuck no. I don't know how, how we learned this shit at kids. I was literally 11 <laughs> years old, but I was telling this nigga, Blake, like, I was, like, stuck, like... The frozen. Fuck is this? And, like, everybody's, like, cheering me on. <laughs> Holding you up and shit. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? And, like, I'm talking about nigga. I hadn't been in the party for five seconds, nigga. Like literally, I, I like I opened the door, stepped in, and I was getting twerked. I'm like, what the? F-? I had like I didn't even know bodies could move like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And like, then, I never saw this on TV. Yeah, like nigga, <laughs> I never seen this shit before. You know, but we didn't have social night, media like that, so we never seen nothing like that on the internet before. <laughs> by the end of the night, a nigga in there with his hands up, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> going <laughs> fucking around, bro. And this nigga, <laughs> this nigga, uh, Blake, like made a point, like nigga, that's damn near a rite of passage. <laughs> For like a middle school boy, like you know, like that shit was big for me, bro. It was wild, bro. And they, yeah, it's I've been I've been feeling weird about Berkeley all day. Just you know, the gentrification for a nigga that's been in this city. You know, like I lived in a town my whole life. I didn't live in Berkeley until like I was like seventeen years old when I went to go stay with my auntie for my senior year. I lived in a town my whole life, but I went to Berkeley schools, right? Um, so like, I'm hella familiar with the community. I know everybody out here, especially the black folks. But, like, seeing the way the city is changing, bro, like, I'm telling you, like, 
bro. They would not up. They would not redo Myron's apartment until them niggas moved out. Like, was they? I'm like, was they pushing these niggas out? Like, what? Did they refuse to fucking remodel so that these niggas would leave? Probably, bro. Within Probably was raising the rent at the bro, same time. Within months, within like months after Myron and them moved out, bro. They like closed it down for a little bit, then they redid that motherfucker. And you see it now, I'm like, damn, my niggas getting it. like them niggas was living in that shit. It was fucked up, bro. But it just has me looking at the community like, bro, this gentrification shit is so fucking sick. Like I'm walking past today, walking down the street, uh, coming from the gym, and fucking these white people are like just stop and stare at me and then walk into a house that has a Black Lives Matter sign on it. Those be the worst, bro. The it's like they, I swear they just put Black Lives Matter on their shit so they don't get robbed. Not that I would want you to talk to me, right? Like I'm for me. I, I tweeted about it earlier, and people were like I ain't nobody trying to talk to a white person. I'm like, duh, nigga, that's not the point. Yeah, the point don't is, look at is me like, like I'm not a human. It's always people, like people be. Like, I, I think that's why you talked about allyship too, right? Like yeah. I think we're going to get into that, but it's like, who gives a fuck what you're saying? What are your actions doing? So if you're speaking up for black people. And got Black Lives Matter signs on your car and in your window. But when you seeing them, you're not treating them like they Black Lives Matter. Or you just fucking bought a house from a black family that got foreclosed on because of fucking gentrification. And then you put a Black Lives Matter sign up thinking that, okay, I'm not a part of the problem. I'm not a gentrifier. Are you calling the police on black kids in the neighborhood? Probably. You're not like... You know, white people call fucking cops just like it's for like customer service. That bro. nigga Jason said that shit once. Yeah. I was fucking crying, I was crying, crying when he said that oh shit. I was God, like, bro, that's that the was perfect so, way. I'm like, I wish I said that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny, nigga. Uh, yeah, bro. It's just, it just has me... I've been feeling some way today about about this shit. And I told you, I had a, actually a positive interaction with one of my white coworkers today. So I'm like, damn, see? They always ruin it for you niggas, man. You feel me? It's not the... um. What do they say is... It's not the norm. He was an exceptional white person today, and then I ran into the average white person. Kind of threw a wrench in my shit. But you talked about what did you call it? Allyship. There was a term you used in front of it. In front of I the think allyship. Like performative allyship. So it's like, oh, you wear wear a Black Lives Matter shirt, or, yeah. but oh, everyone is welcome here in this house. You know, like <sighs> Berkeley stands united against hate. But that's my. You're I, a gentrifier. That's right. my least favorite signs out of all the signs in Berkeley. Berkeley yeah. United Against Hate. I mean, they had the same shit up in Oakland. It's like, I, you know, there's this art gallery that just opened up on my house, and then they put that shit in front. I'm like, bro, y'all niggas are some gentrifiers. Only fucking white people come up here. Like, That's because they don't see gentrification as violence. They don't see it as racism. Yeah. They see racism as Dylan Roof. Or like the KKK or, yeah, or like, Donald Trump. Like, that's oh, what they see. They as. see that, but they don't see their interactions as like, oh, no, I'm moving in to, to West Oakland or South Berkeley and, you know... I'm a part of the I'm a part of the neighborhood. It's like no, you were driving up the rent. Fuck, you I'm are a gentrifier. Who just called the police on me recently? Oh, fuck, where was that at? It was in some neighborhood. Some white person. I can't even fucking remember. But it was like some shit that we always do over there. Motherfucker called the police. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is getting out of hand. Like, nigga, this is my shit. This Bruh. our shit. Like, you don't 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 come over here and do that shit. But. You know that's what they do, man. Bro, when I used to live in Elmwood, oh, yeah, I had the police called on me. I said all the he time was asking for a living over here. <laughs> for those that don't know, Elmwood is like one of the richest uh, areas in Berkeley, and like also like crosses over into Oakland a little bit, maybe. No, is the was Alcatraz the Elmwood, or is it only just? Up I think there that would college? be considered like Rockridge. Okay, yeah. So Elmwood like, is like that Berkeley neighborhood. That's where like Elmwood Cafe was, where Kamal Bell got the police called on him for. Saying hi to his white wife or some shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a really nice. What year is it? It's right by campus. Elwood Cafe like could have nice... just had whites only on the door. That's <laughs> the shit that was all, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blake used to live in that same area, like yeah. around the corner from that motherfucker. I had an apartment out there when I was in school and shit, and fucking, bruh, I had so many fucking instances, bro. I remember one time I was just sitting in my car, bruh. Within fucking five minutes, somebody in my apartment complex fucking called the police on me, bro. I, I believe it 100%. Nigga sitting in fucking the 7 Eleven parking garage. Police come up to me. I'm like, that fucking uh, CVS get chased out that motherfucker thinking I'm stole some shit. I'm like, the fuck? I hate that shit. <laughs> I hate that shit. You know, and that shit still happens. Like, I was buying some fucking conditioner. Get fall through the store. Man, I'm like, I hope motherfucker. I need some conditioner right now. Too. I got, I got one of my homegirls got accused of stealing some shit out the store. She, she had a big ass settlement out that shit because they like tackled her. So by all for means, real? y'all come get me. Nigga. Come tackle my ass, nigga. I'm finna sue you. <laughs> I'm looking you. for a lick. <laughs> Retire real quick, nigga. Right. Retire early, nigga. I'm looking for a, what? You better delete this part so when that shit actually do happen, yeah, <laughs> they aren't gonna use this as evidence saying yeah. he was looking for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we got to record today, bro. I yeah, hope people too. enjoyed this as much as we did. We tried to make it happen, you feel me? Like, bro, like, I had a long-ass day at work. I'm sure you had a long day, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I haven't even been home. Nigga, I had a fucking collar shirt on that said Cal on it. And I was like, I don't want to wear that shirt with this video episode. Went to the liquor store, bought a white tee, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, it's happen, bro. 9.30, you know? So, if you want to tap into this next episode... Tap in with our Patreon. Or if you want to tap into the extended episode that we about to do right now, become a patron. You feel me? Shout out all the patrons. You feel me? That shit with Patreon doesn't really work that well sometimes, but I appreciate y'all. You know, it's definitely allowed us to grow in a lot of ways. So, you know, if you got a dollar, pay a dollar. But to get this extended episode is $5. You feel me? So support us, young black organizers. You feel me? Trying to make some changes. We're going to get on to this extended episode. I don't even know what the fuck I want to talk about, bro.